0: fm to get started
1: welcome to raw october 2nd uh (laughs) we have uh the pepsi center in denver colorado it's the rains intercontinental championship we have enzo he's a rebel with a clause, and rollins versus braun strowman
2: you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion
1: after buzz
2: tv and now let the buzz begin
1: and mickey james (laughs) y'all
2: This
1: (laughs) This happened.
3: <laughs> She's not too old for us.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that was wrong. That was wrong how they treated some Mickey Wrong. It
2: was, was real wrong. ageism right there. Yeah, it sure was.
1: It really was. It you, was ableist. You can't
2: be putting putting the vets up to stuff like that, man. That's not how the picking order goes. It goes the vets pull ribs on the greenies. You can't reverse the order. That's right. Chaos yeah. will reign. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and welcome to WWE Raw After Show. It's wrestling coverage on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Markia McCarty, and the first voice that you heard there was Hobo, yep. the right. true hobo. Yeah,
2: yeah. I wrestled this weekend and got a victory. Picked up a few extra dollars. It was nice when you wrestle a rich guy. Sometimes he keeps money stuffed in his pockets. <laughs> Hobo. And, and no. as, a, as a guy whose name happens to be Hobo, he tries to bribe you, pulls it out, and says, hey, I'll give you some money if you just leave. And Well, I picked up a victory, so I got the winner's purse, and I picked up a few extra dollars because, well, hey, I I take uh, anything that falls in that ring's mine. I'm the winner.
3: It's not theft if you're a hobo.
2: No. 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 It's, it's charity. Right. He can write it off on his taxes. <laughs>
1: And that other voice you hear in agreement with him is Mark Warzeka. You know him from Second City. He's a director of world-renowned, soon-to-be world-renowned Mark Warzeka.
3: (laughs) Guys, as you might be able to hear, I have a little bit of cold this week. Mm. But I said Vince McMahon never gets sick, so I'm not going to be sick (laughs) either. And I will be here at the show tonight, even with my cold. And, of course, I want to say, hey, uh, you know, this is a a tough day for us as a a country, I want to say hi to everybody who's affected uh, in Vegas, around Vegas Mm -hmm. or just have their thoughts on this thing as we do, uh, this terrible tragedy that happened. I lived in Vegas I used to work on the strip in Vegas I was just in Vegas two weeks ago for Smackdown I, I think yeah, everybody
1: right. was just in Vegas. I know, That's right? That's kind of like everybody's bio,
3: and uh, so it's on all of our minds. But I also want to say, like a night, a day like today makes me really grateful for wrestling too. To have the, be able to have this escape of this world, yes. and to be able to jump into this world of this these stories and these characters, and and be here and talk about it tonight and have a little uh, escape. Uh, I'm grateful for.
1: Yeah. Uh, Johnny LaQuasto is not here tonight. Uh, he's stuck in the OC. It is a uh, geographical location and a way of mind. <laughs> 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 it's a way of thinking.
2: It's like the yeah. La Brea Tar Pits. it's <laughs> orange.
1: Exactly.
2: And lots of
3: khakis.
1: Yeah, but we will be bringing you Raw tonight. So uh, we started off... I mean, yeah. I mean, we started off and we had...
3: Well, the, the start, 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 start of the show. The start, start, was, start, their, start was their start. Vegas tribute, which I think yes. it was good of them to do.
2: Yes, yes. I, think, yeah. I think it was all very the, necessary. All I the mean, talent's favorite town to be in. Whenever they're going through, that's the party town. It's, that's really a night of work and a night of play all at the same time. There's a lot of love for Las Vegas. Mm. And I think that everybody on the roster is going to come out and say that they, they hope that uh, Las Vegas recovers as a whole very soon. So I, yeah. I think that that was a something that could be agreed upon really easily yeah. in the back. Yeah,
1: I mean, I I have a friend that's getting married in Las Vegas I'm on on October thirteenth because she's that kind of person. Yeah, uh, which is a Friday, obviously. And she has been back and forth to Las Vegas, like making all of these arrangements and everything. And I was completely, I was filled with terror once I heard about this of course yeah i mean for obvious reasons but obvious but also because it was like wow was she there that weekend i mean right she loves country music <laughs> yeah yes.
3: yeah yeah we're all checking on our people
1: all of yeah all of them. Yeah, yeah
3: scary uh, i yeah.
1: know a lot of the
2: boys working in vegas a lot of the wrestlers local to that that part of the country right and uh, it's it's a scary thing because there's, there's a lot of great talent and a lot of great guys out there. And you don't know who's who's taking that night and just taking it easy, going to an outdoor concert. And
1: I mean, that's just what it was. Yeah. It was the last night of just an outdoor concert. Yeah. I mean, that's not supposed to be anything supremely landmark, the mm-hmm. last act of the last show.
3: Yeah. You know, I know when WWE goes through, like you said, Hobo, a lot of wrestlers like to go out and have fun, enjoy it. Some party, some show up at the Pinball Hall of Fame. Like, That's right. Like when Byron Saxton showed up there.
1: Exactly. And Scott Narver
3: and I With were there you. two weeks ago after SmackDown. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody does Vegas in their own way. We'll and have Vegas, their own way to enjoy it. Vegas is there for everyone. Right. For me, I love the deep fried Oreos in Old Vegas. <laughs> nice. I know. Uh, take me, what, next to the Golden Nugget? Like, can't get enough.
2: Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, going with uh, Raw tonight, our first match of the show was uh, Braun versus Rollins. Straight into a match. I mean, straight into it. Almost never happens. Yeah, and especially with this one. I mean, we just had Dean with Braun, and I particularly enjoyed that, and I want to see more of it. But this time we had a, uh, can I say, master uh, strategist for a while,
3: you can. <laughs> can. <You> know, they were <laughs> pitching. <laughs> you it could as say such. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'd have to you agree. You could say strategist or strategist. Yes, Whatever.
1: strategist. <laughs> I shall say the
2: strategist plays stratego. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. Uh, him versus Braun Strowman.
2: Yeah, yeah, Tony,
3: Tony.
1: There we go. Tony's
3: on it. Uh what surprised this was the opener. Yeah. I'm always surprised when they open with a match. I expect there's going to be talking for 25 minutes at the beginning mm. of every I, show. I
1: don't think
2: you can follow that Vegas thing with a whole lot yeah. of talking. You just got to go into it like, sure, it's a low note to have a moment of silence. It's, it's it's a tough thing, but then yeah. it's like, well, now you can't have somebody come out and just start lambasting the crowd and starting to draw their ire. Ah, uh, let's just start with a wrestling match. Just get in there and mix it up, boys
1: absolutely. You need to start with action after that point. Yeah. We we need that escape that Mark was talking about, and this was, I don't even know if this match was going to be the first one, but I'm glad that it was the first one. I mean, there were, I mean, when you have the architect going up against this immovable, unstoppable force that is Braun Strowman at mm-hmm. this point, then, you know, there's going to be some really great stuff that happens. But uh, in the end, it's a running power slam, of devastation, I'm sure that's what it's called now. Sure. Uh, against Seth Rollins, that ended up giving Braun Strowman the win. Were we surprised with this? How did you enjoy this match, fellows?
2: I would say that uh, Rollins had a better chance in Denver, Colorado than uh, than he would have had at any other location. Denver, mm. Colorado's Mile High City. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is thinner. So it's harder to breathe. There was a couple of points during this match. I saw on Braun Strowman's face, he was tired. Because he had to chase Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is able to dip and dodge and duck, and he's fast. Braun had to catch him, and that's a tough task in that thin atmosphere. And Braun's even up higher. He's right. higher than Seth. <laughs> that's right. He's, he's
1: got an extra atmosphere that's right. on Seth Rollins.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I liked the match. I thought it was a fun yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was a strong match. Um I was um a bit surprised at the ending. I think Braun is uh Ooh. being reestablished after his loss at uh to Brock Lesnar on the last uh pay-per-view at No Mercy. I think he's being reestablished. I don't I will say I don't love um that you're beating clean one of the current tag team champions in a singles match. It's not the worst thing in the world, but you know, I don't love it. Uh I think I'm interested. I mean, we'll see how this plays out. Now, be interested to hear what you guys thought too. As the show continues, it's clear the re- the shield is going to be right. reformed. It's not clear who the shield's going to. Be. It's not totally clear who they're going to be up against. And oh. maybe Braun will be in that mix. I don't know. I thought when Dean interfered and and then they all got and they all got into it, that maybe Braun will somehow be in that mix. But we'll
2: see. I don't. I don't think that's going to mm. happen. I think, like you said, it's a reestablishment time for Braun and to have him go against the tag team champions doesn't necessarily make them look weak or make him look weak. It's, it's They're a tag team and they function better now as a tag team than they do singularly and you can see that because they weren't, either of them, able to beat Braun Strowman uh, and Braun Strowman did not have an easy time beating them. So it's right. it's definitely something to see that they are now a tag team and he is, he's starting to inch his way back up. He's starting to Force his way back into that title picture.
1: Yeah. Uh, so basically, after Braun Strowman, Braun strowman Rollins. Rollins, yes. then uh, Dean Ambrose shows up. Because it looks like Braun Strowman is going back for, I guess it would be course number four at that point right? at the Seth yeah. Rollins Buffet. And <laughs> uh, he tries to do the save. It, does not work exactly the way that he thought that it would.
2: I think he fought him exactly how Dean Ambrose <laughs> should should fight a man that size. Mm-hmm. Take advantage and go low. You know, higher than the knee, lower than the waist type of area. It's yeah. a soft spot on all men, no matter, no matter how big or small they are.
1: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, another running power slam kind of knocked all of the stuffing out of his mm-hmm. defense and, yeah, Neutralizer, Brogue Kicks, it, it was what we thought it would be.
2: Mm-hmm. The Bar Picking Bones, they, they're, you love them, you hate them, mm. you hate to love them. This is what they do. They are great. They are terrible. And, uh, yeah. Yeah,
3: they Don't came like out, so. of course, right after the match and attacked Rollins and Ambrose. Yeah. To continue
1: Exactly. This uh, uh, feud. Chisaro got their licks in also. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was... When you were saying before about, like, uh, well, who, It when, let's not even say if at this point, when they reunite the right. Shield, who will they be going up against? Yeah. I would like some kind of, I don't know, King of the Ring tag team type of thing that mm-hmm. happens where you have, uh, they don't, they don't... I have a name. Is it Ambrons?
3: Yeah, Ambrallens, I think Ambrons? is what people are saying online. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Ambrallens well,
3: just ago, yeah.
1: keeps on going up against tag teams that they throw out at them. So uh-huh. they go up against the club. They go up against the Hardys. They go up against the bar. And then we'll see whoever they throw out after that.
3: Like a like a long gauntlet match? Yes. Is that what you mean? Oh, That's wow. That's what I want. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean probably not going to happen yeah but at least those three opponents uh those three teams against them mm-hmm. that would be fantastic
3: yeah well n- now definitely won't happen with the hardies in the short term at least yeah unfortunately
1: well yeah. you know just just my uh my two cents dude. yeah yeah and then we did have a breast cancer awareness uh video package mm-hmm. about um unleashing your warrior
3: unleash your warrior everybody. unleash your warrior be careful where you unleash your warrior Oh, just y- going to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, you that not want to get picked like a... up uh, unleashing
2: your warrior on a public bus. Right. No, you don't, no. Hobo. No. Hobo, oh, you don't.
1: Yeah. Oh, goodness. Like in, in public, just There could everywhere. be charges. There could unleash be charges if you unleash no, the warrior in the wrong
2: place. No. You don't have a warrior to unleash. you, you got to be careful. <laughs>
1: Uh so we do have a backstage segment <laughs> with Mickey James. She's walking down the hallway and oh there's some other wrestlers uh, titter titter. <laughs> oh, oh, go check out the the locker room. Go check out your dressing room. <laughs> there's something for you there. And uh Mickey James walks into her dressing room and she sees uh well, some depends and a walker gift wrapped uh, for her. Oh, I wonder who those could be from. I has Mickey James turned into May Young She's not She's, she's not really an old not. woman. She's not she's old. She's really not. She
3: looks basically the same as what she looked like always. She still looks great.
2: She's in great shape. Yeah. This just doesn't resonate with me. When you're the oldest person in the locker room, you're old. Oh, the man. The only reason you're saying that she's not old is because you're about the same age, and I'm sure you get the same amount of crap. Oh, you no. may not know you're always getting. Well, it, no one's giving me... They're de- back there, ma'am.
3: No one's giving me a walker and Depends yet. Yet.
2: <laughs> yet. No uh-huh. one's
3: done that here at After
2: wait yet. for it a couple of <laughs> weeks from now you're gonna forget this conversation it's gonna be sitting on this desk and that'll, that'll be a surprise
1: hey ensure is delicious and protein filled <laughs> uh but yeah no of course she goes after alexa because obviously it's her and alexa yeah. says it uh well you know uh mickey's too fragile and too mature, mature. for them to to uh battle each other mm-hmm. but guess who will Jax will do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Nia so. Jax
2: answered the door. I guess everything's hunky dory between the champ and yeah. her large, large body. What is going I on know. here? I thought these
3: two broke up. Did I miss? I'm watching this show every week. I know. Did I miss a part of the storyline here where they got back together again and became friends? <laughs> they That's what frenemies do.
1: <laughs>
2: they should have had a moment. They wasted
3: it. Absolutely.
1: So, Frenemies are always doing that. you got to keep up. Oh, it's like high school all over in this piece. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but we do have a match between <laughs> Mickey James and Nia Jax later, so mm-hmm. looking forward to that. So we have a little promo by Bray. Uh, looks like, well, looks like Bray's saying goodbye to Sanity.
2: Yeah. You know, he's, no, uh, they're on NXT. They're coming up soon. Uh, yeah. oh, they're the champs no. right now,
1: so... <laughs> Nice, uh, yeah. He's uh, rocking back and forth, saying, uh-huh. "Oh, uh, she's telling me to get rid of my bow and arrow, you know, and uh, I've got to use my hands to fight the man." She's never let me down. She's never let me
2: down. Yeah, he's like, clearly smoking ooh. something. Yeah, <laughs> how I mean, can we get see some the, of that? Hobo? The haze hanging. Yeah. In there. I have had it once or have twice. Have you? Yeah, of you yeah. Have. Those incidents of people eating other people. Not saying it was me. <laughs> I'm saying I maybe knew that guy. Mm-hmm. But it's dangerous.
1: You yeah. Gotta be careful. Yeah.
2: Don't 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 do drugs, kids. Unless you're I, rich and famous, and then they they give them to you for free.
1: I mean, he's talking about Sister Abigail, right? Yeah, I mean, she's uh, apparently this demonic force that I mean, we'll get more into it later. But somebody that's been kind of uh, steering the ship for him, mm-hmm. or someone. I mean, and that's something that we'll approach later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, going into our next segment, uh, the Drifter. It's just him. He's a man in the middle of a ring with a guitar (laughs) and a spotlight. Yes. In Denver, Colorado. Uh, Of course, he does what the drifter does. Mm -hmm. And the hate is real for his song, Mm -hmm. Bashing Denver, Colorado. You know, I I
2: thought him being in Denver, he might have gotten his hands on that Denver green and chilled the heck out. But no, no, he did not. And he was pretty wound up at that crowd.
1: No, he did not. Uh, He laid it out for Denver, and they actually gave him a little more time than I expected them to. He got at least one and a half to two verses in. Mm -hmm. And one uh, time just
3: to mess with them, they shouldn't have they should tell him somebody's gonna come out and not have anyone come out and <laughs> he'll just have to make up the rest see, of uh, the song <laughs> you actually got.
2: Yeah, sing like, two <laughs>
3: songs tonight.
2: We'll go three segments of you just sing just to mess with you
3: yeah, that actually would seem like a Vince McMahon thing to do, right take
2: <laughs> or swim, kids, sing or swim. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, But, yes, he's interrupted by Titus Mm O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, accompanied by Apollo Crews. Uh, But he's not really representing the Titus brand, it seems. I hope not. It's more like he's (laughs) just about to beat some butt. Yeah. And it's going to be Elias Samson.
3: I hope he's not representing the Titus brand, because he lost in, like, three minutes. Yeah,
1: he did. He (laughs) lost with a drift away. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was... Very decisive. What is, Apollo, is very clear. Apollo's
3: out there watching the guy he's supposed to be following, right? Titus is supposed to be his leader, his manager, his mentor, his protege, and Apollo's watching this guy lose in three minutes.
2: And where's, Tozawa? where's, where's Tozawa? Where is Tozawa? Tozawa was involved and may have been the deciding factor and changed the tide of how this match actually went. But no Tozawa. I think they're done. I think that's it. No explanation. Where's the explanation?
1: Nope. Maybe it was You're on right. 205 live, and we did not watch. That, that might be oh, not our show. That that, that, okay, Got that it. might have been it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that happened. Um, they could have given us something if it did happen. On a re- a
2: mm-hmm. recap would be nice. They do a lot of
1: those. Something. Uh, So our next one is we have, uh, well, it was short-lived. You didn't have to wait for it too long. It's Mickey James versus Nia Jax. Right. Yeah. And I will say that I wanted Mickey to out and out win this. Yeah, I did too. I definitely, I kind of needed that, Uh especially with Asuka coming with TLC, and that's happening October 22nd. And this is kind of like the, you know, the run up to that. I needed that to happen because I wanted Mickey James to be built up. I want her to win the belt. I want her to go versus Asuka. I want Oscar to get that belt off of her. And then I want Alexa to go into like a petty fest that just happens after that happens.
3: Yeah. Well, and also this match ended up being, as we saw later in the show, it ended up setting up a Mickey versus uh, Alexa match for the mm-hmm. title of TLC. So yeah. It seems like all the more reason for Mickey to just have one here.
1: Just let her win. Uh, The thing that ended up happening is that uh, Mickey was going to win. She had covered Nia Jackson. But then she's too old.
3: She's too old, and her hips (laughs) hurt. Her back went out, and she couldn't move.
1: Or Alexa, you know, (laughs) hit her and got the DQ. So ignore that. So yeah. then that yeah.
2: happened. She, she just couldn't keep that grip on those arthritic hands. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's what it was. So, I
1: mean, she wins by dequalification, disqualification, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I kind of just, just, I win. needed that three. Me too. I needed that pinfall. Mm-hmm.
2: You, you're not going to get it. And that's just the beauty of Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss is the kind of person that is never going to give you what you want ever. And that's part of the appeal, is that she'll she'll... Gets you so close to what you want, and just just edge it back. And she's she's absolutely hated for doing that over and over again. It's like a signature. Hmm. She she'll she won't ever lose the way you want her to. She'll never win the way that's anywhere near what it should be. She's terrible. She is the antithesis of of anybody who you should actually like, and that makes her somewhat respectable a little bit. But yep. uh, yeah, everybody hates. Well,
1: uh, period. End yep. of story. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then we have a interview backstage with Mickey James. Mm-hmm. You know about all the things that an old lady can do. Right. And yes, we have that title match that is uh, set by Kurt Angle. Mickey James is extremely excited. Uh, did anybody know the commentator that was with her? The uh, the interview. Johnny right? Caruso. Was that? that was that. She looked so different. She looked so she was much like taller.
2: She was wearing the Colonel's shirt and tie. The
1: Colonel. Oh. <laughs> she looks so different. I did not recognize, recognize her. Yeah. They're always trying to work in
3: that KFC stuff they into are. the show. Yeah. Maybe that
1: was it. I was just focused so on so the Colonel. Shirt. On <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, yeah. And we have a title match that's going to be happening at TLC. So, and then also with that, this little segment where uh, Matt Hardy with the club in the mm. locker room were. Uh, They discussed the whole concept of why the club is going around just calling people nerds. So uh, I was like yeah. So just a little bit of a backstory. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was really wondering why. So thank God they addressed yeah,
1: this. <laughs> I'm glad they they did, since, you know, we really wanted to know why Jason Jordan and Dean Ambrose and everybody were considered nerds. I've been thinking about grocery. it all week. I know, it's just it was just one of those mm-hmm. things. But that does bring us to uh the is it the only Tag team match that we have the f- night? No, there's a no, women's no, there's, tag. Oh, yeah, there. oh we have the women's match. tag, but, uh, but but for right now, I mean, it's Jason Jordan and Matt Hardy yep. versus the club. Yeah. So that means it's a tag you team know it's match. The match. Militant. <laughs> on. the I'm pain
2: that i trying to contain my heart as black as the blood in my veins. And my
1: Yeah, Mark and Hobo getting into that Even Tony was feeling it He like jumped in on that
2: Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: I would think that, Mark, you would in particular enjoy this uh, tag team, if only because uh, Jason Jordan did not win. Well, yeah, I
3: mean, poor Matt Hardy had to go from teaming with his world champion level brother Mm -hmm. to this complete loser, Jason Jordan, who loses all the time. And and he didn't, I mean, he didn't lose the pinfall today, but where was he to save Matt Hardy when Matt Hardy was being put? Nowhere to be found laying on the outside staring (laughs) up at the lights thinking about how he'll never be as good as his father.
2: He got thrown into the barricade. I can't even fault him for that. It's not like he took a walk. He got thrown in by a car.
0: Before we continue one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for Afterbuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow
3: us so you never miss an episode of Afterbuzz TV. Oh, Kurt Angle would have got up for that and saved his partner. You'll never be as good as your father, kid. Maybe it's you're loser. Maybe it's the new
2: gear. The new gear's throwing him off. Mm. When did he switch to shorts? When I last saw him it was a singlet. I wasn't here last week. Was it last week or was it this week? green shorts. (laughs) Yeah, this week maybe.
1: Yeah, I think it had to be this week. I I believe he was still in the singlet last week. Did he he do Beast Mode last week? Oh, goodness. Now he
2: can't do the Beast Mode because he's wearing shorts. How are you supposed to do that? Invisible suspenders!
1: (laughs) 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 It'll be more of like a brush off but both shoulders before he goes into Mm -hmm. Beast
2: Mode. Still doesn't work. Just not not as impactful as dropping the straps.
1: Yeah, well, for the ending, the club wins with the Magic Killer on Matt. Hardy, because yes, Jason Jordan was out of the ring and out in general.
2: Yeah, it was a pretty good match. You, you can't yeah. see yeah, it wasn't bad. He no. didn't actually
1: <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> thank you, Mark. Fine, or, Fine
2: it wasn't bad. We're, 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 we're he, yeah, he was good in the match, but the problem is a, a question of cohesion. Jordan and Hardy don't know what they're doing, they were tagged together. In, in just the two of them before they they don't know how to how to create the cohesion the club are just they're almost two bodies with the same brain mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah the club won i'm kind of glad they did if they didn't if they weren't able to win this match it would have hurt them i mean not really because they don't care but it wouldn't have been good that's for sure and yeah.
3: they need a win they don't get enough wins on raw i'm glad the club won yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean
1: you—you've got to get the heels some wins, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> especially when it comes to the club. I mean it's a—it's a long time from eggs in a jar type of the club, and they've been doing some good work. So yeah, I—I I was okay with them having this win. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me that it was a a oh yeah Jason Jordan whatever kid, but it was just I was okay with this, mm-hmm. especially since uh, the other Hardy won. So the other Hardy, the other Hardy. <laughs> That's like a horrible thing to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that more There's often. There's Jeff
3: and the other one. There's
1: Jeff and the other wait, <laughs> Matt terrible. and the other Hardy. Matt
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> and the other one. I guess everybody's got a favorite. Yeah. Everybody's got another one.
1: Then uh so yeah, next up uh we visit Enzo Amore backstage mm-hmm. and it just basically turns out that he's going to address the cruiserweights again. Yeah. Tonight it will be the main event. So it was a very succinct mm-hmm. interview, let's say he that. Was, he
3: was saving it all for later. He really was. Yeah.
1: This I, is the most quiet that Enzo has been I'm since he was sure. knocked unconscious backstage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. I think he had his heart broke a little bit <laughs> yeah. last week Aww. when every single person on the cruiserweight roster beat the tar out of him. I mean, oh, without really? exception, good guy, bad guy, even TJ got in on it. No, oh, for crying out mm. loud, TJ. Mm. I mean, it's. I. I think he's he's just realized that uh, he is he has got no friends in this division. Nobody's got his back, and mm-hmm. that's it's sort of brought around what the what the segment tonight was a little bit later on.
1: Yeah. I think he yeah realized, absolutely. I,
2: I got nobody. I got nothing. So,
1: so forget you all know, you hey, uh there's no use closing the barn because the horses have already left.
3: The yeah. warrior has been unleashed. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yes.
1: <Dead>. Wow. <laughs> uh yeah, and then we have a backstage segment with Roman Reigns. Uh you know, he's uh, he's getting ready, he's strapping on his gear, you know. Well,
2: the way he's winching it. I swear, it looked like a Boussier. Like what? the face <laughs> <that> <laughs> the hobo is stuff making right now. Tight man, wow. who are you trying to impress?
3: Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> he, well,
3: he would like that. He sure he's would. basically
1: saying that he's not surprised that um, the mm. bucklet, the buckler. Yeah, he's not surprised no. that the buckler got you know devastated by a Shazaro, and you know he. Kind of kicked in Cesaro's teeth, so that's a thing mm-hmm. that happened. Or I'm sorry, kicked them up.
3: Right. So, right.
1: yeah, and he basically says, Oh, I'm fighting the Miz, I'm gonna break his jaw, I'm leaving with the title.
3: Yeah. I like that he. I like that we got a moment with Roman where he said, I want to be Intercontinental Champion. I want to mm-hmm. leave here with that title tonight. I think that was nice to hear that from him, that he yeah. cares about that title. Because he's always in the world title hunt, right? Mm-hmm. But to hear that he would want that title, too, I think was good to set up the match.
1: Yeah, a title is a title. And, mm-hmm. you know, Intercontinental means something. It means something. So, I mean, we don't need John Cena back on here to tell him, hey... This isn't a demotion for you to have this intercontinental right. title, this is something big. And Ms. makes it mean something, because he's the Miz. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of those things. Uh, so yeah, and then we have another Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month video package, and that goes into our segue with Dana Warrior. Yeah. And uh, we have her live in the ring. And this was actually, this was actually pretty touching. I, yeah. I you know, um, I, I've never had to battle with this personally, uh, and I haven't had any close family members that have, but God knows, it's it's everywhere. And I'm glad that there is just this huge support system for women that are going with this, women in their families, and uh, men in their families, just because it's breast cancer doesn't mean it only happens to women. Right. Yeah. Um, Chest cancer, they just right. call it that. and. And uh, I really loved how this segment ended when they were just rattling those ropes together. That, that, that really got me. That got me in my childhood.
3: Yeah. I was going to rip on this segment, but now I can't after you oh, saw no,
1: that, Oh, no, sorry. Now I'm too moved
3: yeah. and
2: touched. I mean, it, it was really touching seeing uh, the majority of the female talent in the ring as well celebrating that these women are survivors. Yeah. Um, you can't rip on cancer. Nobody F's with cancer.
3: I like that they're doing this stuff. I like that they're doing the Connors Cure stuff. I feel like they're doing more uh, of this kind of um, charity work now than they ever have. And I'm yeah. glad that they
1: are. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, great. Uh, strength, it's boldness. Yeah. I mean, it's, you have to, it, at the very bottom at the very bottom you empathize
3: yeah and very I know bottom. I know sometimes people are cynical and it's like oh they're a corporation they're doing it for PR they're doing it. Eh, even if they are who cares who yeah. cares they're it's still awareness do, they're still doing they're still doing great things they're still raising money for these charities mm-hmm. and good for them
1: yeah uh, so uh, coming back from the commercial so we have uh, Ms. and the Ms. Seraj, and they're just doing things SHIELD style yeah it's just okay teasing us wow mm-hmm. um i i was on board with this because i i like this i like i like this sassiness that's coming from all of them so it's like yeah go ahead and uh, make it from the stairs with us i love that mm-hmm. but uh basically it's a uh, Rains <laughs> versus the mistourage and uh well he cleans house to yeah. then be able to go after the miz how did y'all feel about this
2: there were a couple of times during this match, and I really did think Roman Reigns had it. Because mm-hmm. he was able to eliminate the Miz Taraj right off the bat. And I mean, really, eliminate with extreme prejudice, like they're not coming back. He wanted to make darn sure, and he did, because the match hadn't even started yet. Right. So he could do whatever he wanted carte blanche, grab a chair. Go to town. Who cares? And then he had the Miz all to himself. The Miz was able to maintain control, but without having the Miztourage at ringside, he was exposed. Really exposed. So I thought that Reigns actually might put it away tonight. Didn't exactly happen that way, but it, I think he came closer than anybody has in a little while.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, I would agree with everything Hobo just said so well, and I really liked the whole... I liked all of this, from from Mr. Oz's entrance (laughs) all the way through to the end. I thought this was really good stuff. Um, Everybody was great at what they were doing, and for me, when they present Roman Reigns in this way, like we saw him tonight, where he's just really focused and he's kind of a badass and he's taking care of business, I think that's the best presentation of him. I think that's what he is the best at doing as, as a performer and i think that's when that character really clicks when he doesn't have to be out there um trading lame jokes with john cena yeah. or smiling <laughs> like he's a you know a, a, a 80s wwf you know champion like when he's out there being this guy this is what he's best at and this is when it connects i think yeah
1: yeah i i think there was something for everybody in this ever you know starting with a roman reigns uh well the shield entrance by miss raj to roman reigns Taken out the Roman the Reigns grabbing that steel chair. I am such a sucker for anyone going underneath the ring for anything.
2: <laughs> you and like it when that? I happens? love
1: that. What? I live for that. What I want. Do you like I want the women so because I like the mystery of it. <laughs> oh. The mystery of this weapon is coming out, and I don't even know what's coming <laughs> but out. But we kind of there. know. There's
3: only like four things. It's the kendo stick. So, uh,
1: sometimes uh, <laughs> it's a fire extinguisher, and you can't <laughs> say it isn't. It?
2: That's right. true. You're right. You You're know? right. Like so you, know, you don't know what it is, but it's gonna be bad. (laughs)
1: there you go yeah no I dig it I dig it you have have that and then you have the the fight between Reigns and the Miz and that's really good and it looks like Reigns is going to do it but then Cesaro comes out of nowhere Mm. and then they just like street kick him against the the barrier and and I loved it. Yeah. It was great. It was it was something for everyone. Whether you loved or hated Roman, you got everything that you wanted tonight.
3: And back to uh, what I was saying earlier about who does The Shield end up facing, it did seem at the end of this segment mm-hmm. that maybe The Shield ends up facing Miz, Cesaro, and Seamus.
1: Yeah, because... I mean, uh, they
3: were all together with The Shield post at the end of this, indeed. right?
1: Indeed. In fact, they... Uh, after you know Reigns actually wins by disqualification, you know, you know that happened. But he does get a triple power slam. Yeah, power by bomb. Tar- power bomb. Thank yeah. you uh, from all three of them. Shield style. And Shield I think
2: style. Miz being in the Roman Reigns position mm-hmm. on the triple power bomb was a special little screw you to the man because mm-hmm. yes. he could barely hold him. You saw Cesaro and Sheamus on either side having to <laughs> hold Reigns because you could see. His knees buckling under him because that... he couldn't hold Rain's weight. If it weren't for them, he couldn't even power bomb him. It was just that little extra. Screw you. Oh, so sweet. And it
1: it was it was nice. It was really good. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I think out of everything, this was probably my favorite. Mickey Jameson was close. If she had won, me yeah. remember. But um, her versus Oscar is going to be. That's going to be money. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, so we have uh, Finn Balor, and he's coming, and he's making entrance. But, uh, of course, uh, oh, Bray Wyatt. Oh, that that happened. Oh, this is weird. I mean, Finn had a lot to say about Bray, and then Bray interrupts. uh, You know, but uh, some of the stuff that Finn had to say that he may call himself a god, Mm -hmm. the eater of worlds. But, you know, Finn sees him for what he really is, a coward.
2: Yeah. But um, I didn't hear a word he had to say, quite frankly. Really? I just get lost in those blue eyes, and I I just yeah. can't hear. Oh, it's I get just, lost in that it's accent, isn't it? I, I just get weak.
1: <laughs> he yeah. said
3: something like, he was like, Bray, I can't decipher everything you're saying all the time, or something like that. And I was like, yeah, no, we neither can we.
2: <laughs> not alone. He's the everyman in that way. Yep. We don't know what he's saying either. Nope. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, basically, he's like, yeah, don't sing it, bring it, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, and then we have uh, Bray interrupts, and Bray is, can I say he's off his rocker because he is, <laughs> and pun, we, pun intended, pun intended. <laughs> uh, we get more of the same, you know, rocking in the smoking room, you know, sh- uh, about her never lying to him, but Finn did. She warned him about people like Finn, and on and on. I mean, this I I like this little promo this was like one of those this this were one of the movies that you watch on netflix when it's like 2 a.m and you just want a nice little horror movie and it's like a low budget horror
3: right and you've been enjoying some of the same substances that bray's been enjoying tonight
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah more than likely um but yeah but so show your true face and he'll do the same and what did y'all think about what happened? I don't ending know. Ending of the segment. What did you think about it? I
2: don't know what, what did you think? think about it. I, I think you, you literally think? said it all when you said low-budget horror movies. Yeah, I think right? yeah. you really hit the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. This better have way better execution than it did tonight. Because <laughs> that was some yeah. Yeti-quality BS <laughs> I saw in there. That was... Oh man, what is uh, this The Dungeon of Doom? Get out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh basically it's it's you it looks like Bray has become a version of either the demon or a demon or
3: is he becoming Sister Abigail? Is and his alter ego going to be Sister Abigail and she's a demon?
1: I always Maybe wanted to see That's why I went
3: after Gold Dust. May-
1: <laughs> He's a she. She's a, a he. A she. Oh
3: god. <laughs> Uh, or Sister Abigail is going to be Luke Harper in a wig. I mean, he's not doing anything now. Why not? Yes.
2: I hope it's an Annie wig.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, sure. We have that. So Sister Abigail is either going to be manifested in some way. So it that's seemed like,
3: Yeah. it seem, They've teased Sister Abigail before, but this seems like it's actually going down this time. Yeah. One way or another.
1: So, uh, and then we have uh, Alicia Fox and Emma versus Bailey and Sasha Banks. So, yeah. So with this... It was, you never doubted who would actually win mm. for this tag team. I, I would have liked there to be more of a surprise on my on my part. But I did enjoy that um, Emma was just, she did a, screw you, I'm out. This isn't happening. After Alicia Fox basically got catapulted into Emma in the corner and knocked her out. And then once Emma, well, once uh, Foxy wanted to get the tag, and then Emma's like... Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm gone. I'm, bye. I'm gone. Uh-huh. I'm good.
3: She's got to go tweet.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Bailey to Belly ends it for Foxy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did, what did y'all think about this segment?
2: I, now, I thought it was interesting that Emma left, but mm-hmm. uh, here's the problem I have. When the legal person makes contact with the illegal person on the outside when they are holding onto the tag rope... Uh, that's a tag. That's a tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Emma was legal. Counted out. Notched. Should have been counted out. Oh. But Alicia Fox was on the inside. Alicia Fox got mm. pinned. Alicia Fox went for the tag and Emma pulled it away when Emma actually should have been the one who got tagged in. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, is an error on the referee's part and uh i i I just have a problem with that as a wrestler as a as a former tag team champion I just have to look at that and go, what is this ref doing right that's a tag that's a that's a tag yeah what are you doing whatever that's a, well whatever oh
3: can't disagree with you hobo yeah the
1: rules yeah. are the rules, yeah, that's yeah. like nails on a chalkboard mm-hmm. you yes. know it's hard. Uh,
2: sometimes but <laughs> watching mm-hmm. wrestling is tough when you're when you've been doing it for a while, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh, well, that was dumb." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, thank <laughs> you for the the time. But uh, we got into studio uh, about five minutes late, so we still have five minutes to go. So we're on our last segment mm-hmm. for uh, WWE Raw for October second, and. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I have to say, I love what they are doing with Enzo right now. Me too. I really enjoyed it. It's basically, I want to hire him to roast me for my birthday at this point. (laughs) Because it is that well done.
3: I didn't know how badly I wanted to heal Enzo. Like yes! I have no idea, like i I never thought like, man, this guy would just kill it as a heel. I love it, I love him. I love the whole storyline. They've done it last week and this week in the in the essentially the main event segment of him versus the the cruiserweight division mm-hmm. and roasting them and them hating that he's the champion. I think the whole thing is great, yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, he basically goes into this whole thing where he made 205 relevant. We know this. Like, two weeks in a row, they've been the main event. And, uh, well, basically, the 205 locker room is around the ring. And Enzo takes his time going through basically yeah. each of them.
2: Because they can't touch him. And he made that perfectly clear. You touch me out on the street, you go yeah. take a walk. Mm-hmm. That's, wow. I mean, to give, I understand from 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 a certain angle uh, why the gm gave him this kind of power uh mm-hmm. because he he really is alone but you can watch him now abuse that power and and use use it against everybody else and i i it just shows how power corrupts and i think enzo as much as everybody really enjoys him He's not immune from being corrupted by a little bit of power. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah,
1: no. (laughs) Most definitely. In fact, he holds his little bit of power right in front of his face. It's like his claws, his no-contact claws for everybody in the cruiserweight division. So they can't touch him, and he's... Particularly flaunting that in front of Neville. In fact, one of the things that he said uh, before the cruiserweights came out is that he was going to knock the macadamia nut out of that Keebler elf. Yeah, it <laughs> came to Neville.
2: He called so, Ryan Kendrick a hobo. That yes, was, that was not an accident. <laughs> uh, let me just say that that was not an accident.
1: And uh, and then uh, he didn't have anything to say about Tizawa though because Tozawa was nice to him on Twitter. Yeah, so just he let that go. Yeah, uh, okay. but it was a. Uh, was it a Alexander? He he was like, "What what size is that s- uh, scuba shirt that you're wearing?" A sh- medium. <laughs> so many fun. I mean, watch this segment. This segment is, is well worth watching. But- he's
2: the most dangerous on the mic, no, oh. without a question. Mm-hmm. Everything he said tonight was true. Everything that makes <laughs> him so dangerous because you can disagree with his opinion, but you can't disagree with the fact that he's bringing it. He's really brought up 205 live.
1: It's it's made me interested enough to watch it. Right? Well, there's a
3: nugget of truth in in, in the stuff that he's saying, which mm-hmm. is part of what works about it. Right? Is that 205 Live hasn't felt very relevant, and since he's on it and at the top of it, it does feel more relevant. Doesn't and that's it? part of what works about all this.
1: And then there's another thing that even makes it feel more relevant. Kurt Angle comes out, you know, his music drops, and he goes, you know what? You're right. Everybody right now on the 205 Live division Cannot be touched by you Which is a great thing Because I just signed somebody Yeah uh, In fact uh, He can come out right now In Kalisto's Music hits Wow well. Callisto. Well we knew That this was gonna happen Come on We knew I he mean, was going To 205 Live Come could on have, They
2: could've They could've brought Somebody up From NXT mm-hmm. To fill mm-hmm. that position To mm-hmm. create a lot of buzz Right They didn't do that <laughs> They decided to bring Kalisto in Super solid Mm-hmm. But not a buzzworthy guy because everybody has seen what Callisto's capable of. Not that it isn't good, but it's very good. It's just not exactly the freshest thing out of the oven right now.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they set that up for a big moment. Somebody in chat saying, uh,. <laughs> Would have been nice for that to be Rey Mysterio in that oh, spot. I think that's a good oh, idea. that's a you know good it was grab. So, but that's Kalisto, a good one. I mean, everybody's been saying all along since Two O Five Live was formed, Kalisto should be on Two O Five. I everyone's been like saying Kalisto. that. But in the meantime, I do too. But in the yeah. meantime, while he's not been on Two O Five Live, mm-hmm. you know, he's been put in. A, he's been on the the bottom of the card basically mm-hmm. on the Raw roster this whole time. Yeah. So just to all of a sudden jump from where he's been to, we should be excited about him being the guy to take down Enzo just felt a little flat. It's not his fault. He's a great talent. Yeah,
1: he, he just was wasn't great.
2: positioned well I mean, in he, this thing. He
1: took out Enzo like we wanted him to. Salida de Sol for the win. You know. Yeah. So. I
2: think you explained it perfectly. But Mark. yes. That's why people didn't care. It makes 205 look like it's below Raw. Right. So now he's a big deal because he wrestled the big boys on Raw. So could anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. That is that is exactly why this didn't work. Damn. Damn. Mm. Boy, they really did not understand what they were doing. Yeah. That's tough. Yes. Better look next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, uh, you know, possible S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. So yeah. So that's a, a I mean, possible <laughs> thing after I mean, this. when they
3: showed up to meet Roman at the end, I thought Roman <laughs> should have said, hey, where were you guys when I was getting the crap beat out of me earlier in the show? Yeah, but it's like, yeah. he was cool with it. It's
1: like, y'all are there for each other, and I'm just... Uh, I'm just the guy. I'm just the guy. Out there alone (laughs) in my yard.
3: Nobody's going to help me? (laughs) Nobody's going to help me. No one's going to help me.
1: Any other thoughts about Raw, I mean, in general for this one? We're revving up for TLC, but we're not there yet.
3: No, a a few weeks to go. A few weeks to go. A few weeks to go.
1: All right, so uh, Mark, put yourself over.
3: Well, you know what I want to mention is that, uh, that next weekend, this coming weekend, I will be in my hometown of Detroit all weekend. X-I-C-W show and convention all day Saturday in Detroit at Cobo Hall. I'll be working on that show. Come uh, see us there. A lot of great talent going to be coming in. For It's going to be the biggest independent show um, in Detroit in like 35 years. It's a really huge event. So nice. come by if you can. And then the next day, I'll be at the very first ever WWE show at the brand new Little Caesars Arena. Ooh. Hell in a Cell. So if you're going to be it either, tweet at me. I mentioned this on the show last week, and a lot of folks tweeted me and said they were going to be there. So tweet at me, say hey, and uh, maybe we can meet up with one of these things and say hello
2: nice yeah. hobo that's so cool you can find me on twitter and instagram that's true hobo this weekend i'll be wrestling at maverick pro wrestling's monster mash i'll be wrestling a gentleman named jj king he's a tall drink of water but that doesn't mean i am in any way shape or form moved by his name being dropped i am the quintessential west coast wrestler i am the hobo <laughs> I'm Iron Vagabond. I'm the Boxcar Superstar. If you think you can pull one over on me, you are sadly mistaken. I am a monster, no matter what stature I am, you're going to learn the hard way.
1: <laughs> and I'm Markeia McCarty. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Tomorrow will be Marvel movie news. Uh, we'll be doing the Inhumans premiere, and then also the Gifted premiere. Drop tonight, all Marvel-related. All will be on the show, and then there's a little bit of Black Panther news that I'm gonna be happy to share with you so that'll be tomorrow at 2 p.m on popcorn talk but thank you for joining us right here and we hope to see you next monday at 9 p.m for more wrestling coverage for wwe raw bye-bye
3: from executive producers
2: maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network